Welcome to today's five good minutes. You're listening to today's inspirational message on the book of Jonah with Kurt Bjorklund. So Jonah 1 is about the running from God that Jonah does. And in a way, it's about running from God that happens in your life and in my life. So what are some signs that you or I might be running from God? What, what are the signs here in chapter 1 that Jonah was running from God? Let me suggest five of them. First, we use the word but. It says in verse 3, but Jonah rose to flee to Tarshish. Anytime we make the statement, I know the Bible says, or God wants this, but we are introducing rationalization into our lives and our rationalization is a sign that we are running from God. Now, a lot of times we may be sophisticated enough to not actually say, I know God says, but yet our construction is the same. And what I mean by this is we'll argue with the premise We'll find some way to, to construct something in our life that says the, the Bible doesn't mean what it says it means. And so we may say, well, did God really call us to Nineveh? Or did God really say this or mean this? Yet at the same time, it is this but statement. So that, that's one. Se- secondly, we want to get away from the presence of the Lord. Again, in verse 3, it says he went to Tarshish away from the presence of the Lord. And the Hebrew here is the word panin, which means face of. He went to get away from the face of God. One of the ways you know that you're running from God is when you don't want to be around things that bring you face to face with the presence of God. When public worship isn't a priority or a desire when Bible study doesn't draw you or when prayer or community groups being connected to people is something you don't want. That is a sign that you are running from God. I hear so many times uh, the story of young adults who grew up around church and then they get into college and they decide that they don't need community, don't need church, and they usually couch it with a little bit of vague agnosticism, not sure I believe, but what I think is happening a lot of times is that they're simply saying, I don't want the moral constraints of being a follower of Jesus. Therefore, I'm not going to come face to face with the truth of God through the life of a local church or of community. There's a third sign here, and that is our actions can cause trouble especially for ourselves and for others. Verse four, but the Lord hurled a great wind upon the sea and there was a mighty tempest on the sea so that the ship threatened to break up. And the mariners were afraid and they each cried out to his God and they hurled the cargo that was in the ship into the sea to lighten it for them. But Jonah had gone down to the inner part of the ship and had lain down and was fast asleep. So the captain said to him, what do you mean, you sleeper? Arise, call out to your God. Perhaps your God will give a thought to us that we may not perish. One of the things that happens when we run from God is there is a sense in which there are consequences to those choices and they start to become visible. There's also a sense in which your life becomes indistinguishable. Did did you hear this when he said, arise, you sleeper, call out to your God. This, This prophet of God, Jonah, had blended in so thoroughly with these sailors 
that until they cast lots in verse 7 and the lots fell to Jonah, they had no idea that Jonah was a prophet. And then they say this, verse 8, well, what is your occupation? Where do you come from? What is your country? And of what people are you? And he said to them, I am a Hebrew and I fear the Lord, the God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. And it says, and the men were exceedingly afraid and said to him, what is this you have done? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. So now it's like God arranges the situation that that Jonah didn't have a choice but to call out the name of the Lord and to say, yes, I do believe. And so there's this this sense in which he was trying to be indistinguishable, and that was a sign he was running. And then finally, I would say, there's there's a sign that that we would rather suffer than repent. Verse 12, he said to them, pick me up and hurl me into the sea, then the sea will quiet down for you, for I know it's because of me this great tempest has come upon you. Do, do you hear this in Jonah? He's saying, I would rather be thrown into the sea and drown than call out to God and repent. So, so it's an indication that we're running from the presence of God when we say, bring on the pain because I'm not turning. I'm not giving this up. Yeah, I don't know if you hearing this have been running from the presence of God, but if so, if any of these signs have been true for you, can I just say to you, the best thing you can do today is bring your life back into alignment with God to turn, to repent, and not to say, I'm going to continue a little further and see what happens. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day. Mm -hmm.